Hello and welcome to the Idiot Book Nook Podcast. My name is Blazewing, my pronouns are she, her, and they, them. I am the Reading Dragon and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Lady Punnett, my pronouns are primarily she, her, sometimes they, them. Today's a they, them kind of day. And I'm Critter-Shy, my pronouns are she, her, they, and today's a she, her, they, day like to reach us on social media you can do so at lankr.e slash idiotbooknook all of our socials uh our youtube podcast link uh, as well as much much more so go take a look at that today we are doing prospero school of magic and i believe we're doing chapter 10 today written by ap whitfield who once again joins us in the comment section of our twitch stream Join us. We do Twitch streams live on Wednesday nights starting at 8 right now. With that being said, does anybody have any housekeeping they need to take care of? I have a cat. We know you have a cat. All right. Narrator. Are you ready? The dragon, the, the dragon is single again, but not yet on the market. Go. Oh. The dragon needs to go through some quality assurances to make sure she is ready to go back on the market. This call will be recorded for quality assurance purposes. <clears throat> Narrator, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Take it away! Prospero School of Magic, The Return of Merlin. Trigger warning, this book contains situations and scenes that may cause people to become triggered. These include, but are not limited to, sexual assault, rape, drugs, drinking, blood, gore, murder, and abuse. Listener's discretion is advised. Chapter 10. We start with Creus. Now, Creus is a female. Who wants to do Creus's role? Yes, or Carries. Carries. Carries is... A male. No? One of you two can take male. it. Oh. Rock, paper, scissors for it. Didn't we... Didn't Carrie's get a voice last time? I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean... It's, it's been a while. Fine. You know what? Bother. I picked Dragon. No, let Blaze do it. No, let Blaze do it. Oh. Yeah. Father! Yes? We lost Mortem. What do we do now? Craig's walked into the dimly lit room where he was sitting in deep thought. Ares looked up at his daughter and licked his lips, smirking. See, Karis is a lady. Okay. Yeah, just that first sentence is written oddly, that's why. Yeah. That is easy, my beautiful daughter. We make sure to get our hands on those Merlin loves most. That is not, that is a, that is a speaking line. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's quotes. It's just the T is not capitalized. I could take Karis' uh, dad. Do it. That is easy, my beautiful daughter. We make sure to get our hands on those Merlin loves most. That will be rather easy. We also rip apart his support 
Make sure he is left standing alone. All those little secrets of his that you got out of him all those years ago, we can use against him. He may have not talked and spilled Arthur's, but he did his own to protect his king, even in his drugged up state. He chuckled darkly. <laughs> My clever girl you are. Carries nods to her father with a sly smile on her lips. I'm glad you're pleased with me, father. Sorry. What the fuck was that? Dragon doesn't have her headphones in. Yeah. I'm glad you're pleased with me, father. It will all be fun watching his world crash. So much. He will have nothing left. No one will fight with him. Will once again our time shine. Smirking where he sat, Ares sees pondered over what was to come. <laughs> Revenge is so sweet. I will break him. I will crush him. This is Delamer. Mm-hmm. Ritter, you're up. Uh, was Delamer a girl or a guy? I can't remember. A dude. He's a dude. Dude's voice? Yeah, I'm just... Okay, there. We okay. will crush him. We will, we will crush him, crush him. <laughs> we will crush him, father. A voice says as it enters the room, bringing a cold chill with him. Well, own Delamer. Care to play later? Kiri's giggled and looked him over. With lustful eyes. I'm sorry, are these siblings? Are we yeah, getting into some game of And now here? we're going to fade to black. And things happen. <laughs> things so many things. Happen. This many pages of things. Here's one for you. Here's one what? Nothing. Never mind. Yep, nope, don't worry about it. Nope, we're not worrying about it. Silence says, I didn't know they were Lancers. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they are. Alright, they're Lannisters, they're Targaryens. Alright, so, um, our next, it looks like our next spot starts at, I do not see, uh, I do not foresee the Headmaster, Bane, blah blah blah. And this is oh. Chester! <laughs> Get up. Scottish, not Australian. Scottish, not Australian. Do you want to go in there? Is that? Are you talking to the bird or your husband? Yeah, no, no I'm talking to the bird. Uh, yeah, bird wants to go in there. All right, we'll see you shortly. I'll be right back. Well, I don't think Clara's in this, so I think 
We we should wait though. We should wait for Critter. Say night night. Night night. Night night. Mimi. I do not foresee Headmaster Fane allowing us to have the ball. After all of this, there's just no way. Chester sighed and looked at the remainder of the mess. I was looking forward to the ball. He frowns and looks over at Sebastian, who shrugs in response. Who the fuck was Sebastian? Blaze. I do not either, but maybe we can still look forward to the Winter Gala. Hopefully. <sighs> Sebastian sighs and watched Argon easily fix the grounds and trees, making it all look healthier than it did before it was damaged and ripped apart. At least we have them on our side. They did do wrong. Suppose I cannot blame them. I'm not sure how I'd react after being sealed. He tried to wrap his mind around all that he had learned so far, but it was still new to him and somewhat of a shock. With all that was going on, his sister being Morgana, Romeo being Arthur, Daniel being Merlin, everything. What do you think about Daniel? We can trust him. Chester stopped what he was doing to meet Sebastian's serious expression. I don't know, Sebastian. I think we have no other choice but to trust him. You saw what we were up against. We need him and the four mortals. Otherwise, we will have hell on Earth. More than we already are. The outside world of magic has no clue just how horrible things are right now. They are caught up in politics while we're fighting a bigger threat that could clear off the human race itself. You're right, Chess. Probably overthinking things, but I cannot help but to wonder... You know, you know what? Never mind. Donatello trusted Merlin, and I should probably do the same. Sebastian went back to placing things back to where they should be. Hey, I do have my moments. I am not always the funny cutter. I can be serious as well. Gesture <coughs> teased and playfully shoved him. Sebastian rolled his eyes and hardly stumbled from the playful shove. You act as if I do not ever laugh or have fun. Like I am some stick in the mud. How do you match yourself? They're dating. Chester <laughs> asked playfully with a mischievous grin on his face. I mean, we letting all... Out a, all. <laughs> letting out a heavy sigh, Sebastian gave Chester a long, hard glare. And in return, Chester held up his hands in surrender at the glare from his friend, that was followed by a chuckle and a goofy grin. Gave him a long, hard something. <laughs> Giggity. I'm going to take a gander and say Chester said something you don't agree with. Look. Wait, that's... Jenna. That's Jenna. I think I... No. Oh, yeah, you're Jenna. Go yeah, ahead. Okay. No, yeah. My bad. I'm going to take a gander and say Chester said something you do not agree with, and that lovely look is the result of it. Jenna walked up to them with Sally at her side, not daring to part from her given all that has been going on. 
It was easy to tell that she was shaken by it all as Jenna held her arms protectively, trying to keep Sally calm. Sebastian. Hello, Jenna. Glad to see none of this has killed that sarcasm of yours. Sebastian pulled out. Yeah, I bet he did. Cigarette. Cigarette. <laughs> Sebastian pulled something out. So he does the pull-out method then. Oh. Sebastian pulled out his cigarette case and popped a cigarette in his mouth and lit it. Sebastian, what have I told you about smoking? That junk will kill you. Jenna scolds. Our lives are being threatened by demons. You're worried about me smoking? Sebastian chuckled and took a long drag from his cigarette. That was totally the wrong voice for that line, but fuck it. <laughs> Honey, pretty sure they are a bigger threat to my health and life than this little thing. He smirked as he watched her look up at him like she would hit him. You are impossible. She grumbled and shook her head. Chester laughed at the two, followed by a yawn. <laughs> Important question. Do you guys think they have food ready in the cafeteria? What do you think about, dude? Like, fuck. Sally giggled shyly at Chester. They all knew his love of food outweighed his fear and worry of everything else. They have not said, but I would assume they have something fixed. Her voice was soft and timid as she spoke from where she stayed partially hidden behind Jenna. Oh, that was Sally. And I'm pretty sure Blaze had Sally. I don't Over. fucking care, just keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh... Let's see here. Then this is Chester. Then I vote for a break for food, then sleep. Yes, food and sleep sound perfect right now. But it does. Oh, yes, yeah. it does. He rubbed his hands together as he already planned what he was going to eat if they had it. <sighs> you and food. Jenna laughed softly and shook her head. Oh, lead the way, Chester. You don't have to tell me twice. Chester draped his arms over Sebastian and Jenna, both as he starts up the path, making them follow along with Sally glued to Jenna's side. Citrine. Citrine. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hardly taking your eyes off of Sebastian. On a Hold on. The... You've hardly taken your eyes off Sebastian since you first saw him. He's not Donatello. You have to remember that. Citrine walked over to her friend and gently placed her hand on her shoulder and used her other hand to turn her face to look at her. He is not him. Just like a boy, he is not Anthony. He may look like him, but he is not him. They are in our past, and no matter how much it hurts and time has passed, we must move on with the time. It will not do us well to dwell on our past with our old lovers. These boys will not fill our void or be able to replace them. 
<clears throat> Carnelian's eyes fig filled with tears that silently slid down her cheek. I know. It just... He looks so much like him. I miss him, Citrine. God, how I miss him. I know Sebastian is not Donatello, but in so many ways he is. She looked back to watch the little group of friends disappear around the corner to go into the... Say that again? She looked back to watch the little group of friends disappear around the corner to go into the school. All right, Mike, cut you off there. Oh, how cruel fate is. Oh, don't I know it. Citrine let out a <sighs> heavy sigh. Right, yes, of course. Um, let's go back to... Oh, wait, I... Picked up. Um, let us get back to Agatha's fair waiting. Right. Yes. Of course. Help if I have it right side up. I love how organized this group is, just saying. <laughs> Cornelia took Citrine's arm, locking it with her own, and started off walking in the opposite direction. The campus for the most part, was back together with the injured packed into the hospital wing and more to join, keeping Kai and the nurses busy with healing and treatment. This one's Argon's line. I I think I'm Argon. Yeah. There you two are. We need to get back to Prenite. And plan things with Merlin. What our next move will be. Him and I were already talking beforehand. But we still have much to plan. He knows what we... Sorry. Well said! <laughs> this is like my plan to just do this whole narration using me's and me's. I'm not editing this episode at all. We are the likes who say it! Sorry, I don't have any shrubbery. Um, I shade that shit off. Um, he knows what. Hold on. Hold on. Start with him and I, uh, Ritter. He and I were already talking beforehand, but we still have much to plan. He knows what he will be doing for heiresses. But we still have to plan what we were going to do for Dilemma and Karasis. Argon says to the two maidens that walked up to them to take their places beside them. I'm sorry, I don't think they're considered maidens anymore. No. I read the first few chapters of this book. <laughs> I know what shit happens with these guys. <laughs> I don't think he could get away with saying, Come here, wench! Cornelian, <laughs> you're up! What is the plan for Eresis? Cornelian asked. I plan to steal Eresis away in the sea crystal. Steal Eresis away in the sea, sea crystal 
that was used for Citrine and Argon. Then seal that crystal and the tomb you were both sealed away in. A double sealing. I am going to make sure we will never be... I will make sure he will never be free again. Daniel leans on a tree near them with his arms crossed over his chest watching them. Are you I think I would agate. Go for it. No. Or douche. Huh? What? Never mind. Keep going. Are you sure that will work, Merlin? Agat questioned him, but was met with a hateful look. Uh, forget I asked. Please do not insult my powers. Merlin snapped at him and gave him a hateful glare. Sorry. Merlin, they have a right to question it. I mean, they broke out. Just saying, no need to be all snippy just because your girlfriend's getting married. Just because you're the most powerful wizard in the world and the oldest doesn't mean you could be a dipshit. Dumbledore. Daniel. Dumbledore. 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 Agat sighs and drops his eyes to avoid looking at the old wizard. It still shocks me that you're alive and still look so young. Carnelian looked him over with a smirk on his lip, on her lips, and lust in her eyes. Carnelian, your husband is right there. What is you, with? Maybe we have an agreement. <laughs> you can refrain from looking at me in that way and refrain from those thoughts you are having. It will not ever happen and i am not interested Damn, daniel's Daniel. look w was as cold as his voice the girl can dream can she not carnelian smirked anyways we should oh wait this is our god never mind not agate anyways we should be going argon chimes in before more could be said is it yeah, he is right. We have to plan for what to do about Eris's children. Citrine adds, it adds on resting her head on her lover's chest. The feel of her, the feeling of her hugging him, the feel of her hugging on him made his chest swell up inside and brought a warm smile to his face as he looked down at the short girl. I have a plan. Daniel remarked. I am not going back to the castle. I am staying here, but I will tell you my plan. I will be the bait to get Carrie's out. She fancies me in her own disturbing way. I allow myself to be pursued by her. Gross. When I, right? When I have her where I want her, letting her think she has me, I will have her trapped in the spell. I do plan to have Sebastian's help with it. Next, Delamere will come to find his sister and lover. And we all know of the large scandal of them being lovers back in our time. Nothing. <laughs> He will stay protective over her and will stop at nothing to get her back. 
Doing that, we set the trap to put them away. Argon looked back at Daniel quickly. All four of the immortals looked back at him with shock and concern. Merlin, are you sure you want to let yourself become the bait? What if, in doing that, something goes wrong? Argon asked. What choice do I have? Oh, wait, hold on. Is one of this? Yeah, that's you. Okay. Yeah. What choice do we have? The longer they stay out, the more Nightwalkers they can also create. There is still many that walk amongst the mortals from the last time they were free. They are the reason we have legions of vampires. They are the only ones that can turn a mortal into a Nightwalker, a demon. Eris's, Delamere, Karis, and Morton. They took so many lives in their time. Why should I not risk my life to save millions of others? Daniel argued. Finally, something Rubbing I can his get eyes. behind. Finally, something I can get behind. I'm cheering for the <laughs> bad guys now. Of course you're with the bad guys. Rubbing his eyes and le letting out a heavy sigh, Argon back at Daniel. He did not like the idea one bit. But what was the other choice did they really have? Carrie's obsession over the old wizard could help them seal her and then Delamere away before any more lives could be lost to them. Fine. But we will be somewhere close when you go through with this plan. Like hell, I'm going to leave you to subjected to her mercy. Of course. Daniel nods to him. I will see you four later. Enjoy your evening. If you need to feed, might I suggest trying a jail? But do sure they only kill the you only kill the ones who deserve death. Not everyone in jail is a bad person. Yeah, like eat the people on death row. Just go Dexter on them. Or you know the ones who did the uh, really bad things to the really innocent. That's what Lestat did. He turned on his heels and gave a small wave behind him as he walked away. Watching him leave, Citrine looked up at Argon with worried eyes. Hope we're doing the right thing. We lose him. I don't even want to imagine it. She hid her face in his chest, letting him wrap her arm letting him wrap his arms around her. I know, Citrine. I know. Argon pierced his lips together and looked to the other two who held the same expression of fear and worry. And with that, it brings to a close Chapter 10 of Prospero School of Magic. So, as per usual, we are going to take a bit of a break. Uh, we're going to close with the episode, we're going to take a bit of a break, and then we'll be back for our discussion portion. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, we'll catch you next episode. For those of you that are on Twitch, hold on a moment. But, um, with Chapter 10 coming to a close, I'd like to reach us on social media. Do so at linkr.ee slash idiotbookbook. And for the Idiot Book Nook, I'm Blazewing. I am the Reading Dragon. I'm Lady Punnett. Nine critter shy.
and we'll see you next episode.